Okay, hi everyone, welcome back to Culture Bucket for episode 2 with George and Alex. Alex. It's been an entire week since we last spoke. Yes. Yeah, in, on, over the over communication, mm. voice-wise. Um, so that's great, so let's start by catching up. How's the week been? What have you... What, what culture have you absorbed in the past week, Alex? This is culture catch-up time. This is where we talk about what we've watched, what we've read, what we've listened to, and probably some other stuff. Um, I've done my homework, so I listened to um, Ghost, but we'll talk about that later. Uh, Good, we'll do that next. I watched a couple of films. Um, <gasps> Uh, one is quite old film uh, from 1987 with Cher and Nicolas Cage called Moonlighting Moonstruck Moonstruck Moonlighting is the the Bruce Willis TV show sorry yeah go on I've not seen it what's it like I love it I've seen it it's one of those films I've I I watched a lot when I was younger and um, it came on it was on TV randomly and I recorded it, and I watched it, and I loved it. Oh, I love Cher. I love Nicolas Cage. I love Nicolas Cage. And I didn't realise he had all his teeth done. Did you know that? Like well, in Moonstruck, his teeth are terrible. Like normal terrible, oh, really? but like yeah, now yeah. he's got like this massive veneer thing. And yeah. um, in Moonstruck, he's got these like really wonky, terrible teeth and... Um, it's a really good movie. You should watch it. It's about, you know, this Italian-American family. What about family and food and traditions? And it's just it's just a good hour and a half of just silliness and nonsense. It's really good. And Cher nice. actually won an Oscar for that movie. Did she? Yeah. For yeah. that film, mm-hmm. wow! I had it. I used to own it on DVD and never watched it. So yeah, you should. I'll, I'll, get, I'll get to it. It's really good. And I finally um, watched Dunkirk. Oh, um, nice! What did you think of Dunkirk? I really, really enjoyed it. Um, yeah, I really liked that it didn't have much dialogue. Uh, <clears throat> it wasn't. There was some a little some Hollywood moments. With the music and but it was mainly very raw and um, interesting about the perspectives uh, and uh, it takes a while to kind of realize when exactly things are happening and uh, I thought I thought it was really good. The only problem is I couldn't get Harry Styles away from One Direction. <laughs> like I'm sure uh, yeah, he's a good actor, but because he doesn't say much. Nobody says much, and you know you don't really know most of the actors. Well, no, there's um Kenneth Branagh and Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy, Mark Rylance. Mm, yeah, but you know who they are, and you know they're good actors. But the problem with Harry Styles 
It's just that he didn't say much. The what he did was good, but I kept thinking about him being in one direction. Which is fair. It's a couple of years ago now, and he hasn't done any acting yeah. since. It's quite odd because he was. I thought he was okay in it. Yeah, you know, could have could have gone on to do more stuff. Mm. Maybe he will. But his music is doing really well, and it, I really enjoy his music actually now. Yeah, I haven't listened to it, but I'm sure it's great. <laughs> um, but it, I know it's you know, like massively popular and he's doing really well, so maybe he's just decided to focus on that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I remember thinking he was okay in Dunkirk. Mm. But it's odd, yeah, with because the, 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 the pilot's story technically only lasts an hour, right? And then mm. the, the boat stuff is over the course of a day, mm. and then the infantry stuff on the beach is over the course of a week. Yep. Yet it still keeps cutting between them as if it's all... It's, yeah, it can take a little bit of time to get used mm. to it. But I really, I really enjoyed it, and I thought it was a good, in a way, anti-war war film. Um, mm. There was, uh, you know, the the father that goes and sends the drives the the boat <laughs> to go and get them, saying, you know, talking about he should be there, not young kids, and all these young kids yeah. waiting to go back. But once they get back, then they'll have to go back again. Oh, it's just, I don't know. I, f- I felt very, it's quite raw and uh, th- there's not enough time to process. But mm. at the same time, I felt really kind of sad and disgusted by, you know, sending a bunch of young kids to fight and yeah, um, for, for, you know, for what at the end of the day. For yeah, that's it, really. I've um. Oh, you gave me a couple of suggestions of that band N DMAs. Yeah, DMAs. Mm. Did you listen to those songs? Yes. What did you think of them? Uh, <laughs> yeah, they're okay. Nothing, yeah, they are it, okay. It didn't, didn't it? They didn't really stick to me. They were just, just okay. Like the vibe of them. Mm. They're Australian, but they're very much influenced by the sort of Manchester music scene. Yeah, I thought the, so. I thought there was kind of yeah. they could like remind me easily of you know something coming after Oasis. You know, quite yeah. um, stadium thing. Yeah, maybe maybe quite good to see them live. Yeah, they're meant to be really good. Yeah, live. but um, yeah, I, they're okay, but they didn't really stick to my head. But yeah, oh, that's that, totally that was, fair. Uh, that was my weekly uh, culture. Culture. Nice. How about you? Uh, well, I listened to Police, obviously, but we'll we'll talk about that afterwards. Yeah. Um, I watched a bunch of movies. I'll I'll run through some of them quickly because there's one that I want to talk about a lot. Uh, Midsummer, very good film. Florence Pugh, folk horror movie, director of Hereditary. I love Florence Pugh. Yeah, well, She's you should watch Midsummer then because that's the best actress. performance ever. Such a good movie. Mm. Um. Anna and the Apocalypse, do you know that one? Nope. That is a Scottish Christmas high school zombie <laughs> comedy musical <laughs> romance. <laughs> okay. And it's it's awesome. It's a such a good film. Uh, it's definitely one that I always watch whenever I'm feeling down or needs. I've watched it four times in the past year oh and I like goodness. it more each time. <laughs> um just to just the, yeah it, uh, yeah it's got good songs in it as well mm. but it, and it's so brutally low budget it's great I watched Raw do you know Raw no 
Whereas well, a French movie in sort of the extreme gore horror genre that French cinema does okay. really well. Uh, very awesome, but to describe it would be too kind of ruin it. It's one of those films that's best discovered, sort of yeah. blind. Could I but watch it? Watch? Uh, I think so. Like I don't think it's a horror. Like it's like it's quite graphic and gory in parts, mm. but it's all in service of a plot. Like it's all none of it is just for the sake of it. Even though the production company that made it at like the premieres put out like gave all the audience kind of vomit bags as like a promotional thing. <laughs> branded with the name of the film I think. but it it's not scary it's not like jumpy in any way mm. it's just telling a really fascinating interesting story about french veteran in college and the initiation ceremonies they do uh but it does get it gets incredibly violent but it's all in service of the story it's telling which is about the relationship between these two sisters one of them who's just starting one of them who's been there for a year um it's it's genuinely one of my favorite movies it, probably in my top 10 of all time I'd say. i can't say top five because then i know one of them <laughs> exactly. Uh, what we do in the shadows, which is now a TV show, but I watched the original film. Really good film, a vampire comedy. Parasite won the Oscar recently for best film. We all know how good that is. Yes, I. Yep. I really like that film. Doctor Sleep, the sequel to The Shining. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's three hours long. The director's cut of that that I watched, but it's I really <laughs> like it. It's very good. <laughs> if you can put three hours aside for you and McGregor being kind of sad. Uh, Under the Silver Lake, which is a great movie. Uh, underappreciated, in my opinion. What? But How did you find time for all of this? <laughs> I, I was know. so proud that I watched two films. <laughs> yeah, I watched two films. <laughs> and you go, I had a big old film week. But the one I want to talk about is the one that I watched twice this week. Is a film called Hamilton. Oh, Hamilton. Is that is that from the musical? Yes, so the the Broadway musical, mm. you know, the most successful Broadway musical ever in or something, um, in New York mm. in t- twenty sixteen, just before the original Broadway cast kind of stopped, kind of retired and let other performers take over. They filmed it, but they didn't film it like you'd film a musical normally. Like they filmed it like a almost like a a film production. Like they. They did it over two nights and then they performed a lot of the songs without the audience in so they could get the cameras on stage. So it's like a proper cinematic capturing of kind of the best version of, of this musical. And I've wanted to see it for years. But whenever I, I'd like, I remember first hearing about it back in 2015, probably or sometime, and hearing that it was like a really good musical that's in, influenced by hip hop. And I'm thinking, oh, that sounds really good. And then hearing that it was about the, the story of one of America's founding fathers mm. and one of America's founding fathers that I'd never heard of and who whose biggest kind of claim to fame is one of his biggest claims to fame is that he, he designed the banking system in America, which doesn't exactly sound like the most exciting story to put up, put into a musical. So I, for years I've always been like, I really want to see it because I think I'd like the music, but I'm fascinated to know what makes it so good considering mm. that's who it's about. And then, yeah, it came out on Disney Plus last week and I watched it and yeah, it's just the one of the best things I've ever seen in my life. Is it, it on Disney Plus? It's on Disney oh, Plus. I, you've, got to, you've just got to watch okay, it. Okay, I will. Like, I, I watched it last... I've got Disney Plus. <laughs> <laughs> I watched it last Monday mm. and then Pretty much all I've listened to since is the soundtrack, 
repeatedly. I had to tear myself away from the soundtrack to listen to Polisa, which I, we'll, we'll talk about Polisa, but like I couldn't. I, all I, and I woke up. I've woken up every morning with one of the songs from it stuck in my head, and then I watched it again on Thursday. Wow! And I and I, I want to watch it again already. It's ah, I've, it's a while okay. since I've seen something that I liked as much as that. So Hamilton. Oh, it's so good. Okay. <laughs> Maybe you it's built it up a little bit too much. I know. I'm sorry. You should go in with low <laughs> I'm expectations. Gonna watch it. I'm gonna be like, "What's this pile of crap?" No, you should definitely check it out and see what you think. Because um, it's it's like it's influenced by hip hop. But I watched it with a friend the other day who doesn't really like hip hop necessarily. Mm. And she was like, "It's not really necessarily hip hop. It's like a mashup of so many different things, including hip hop." Ah, oh, it's great. It's it's just really good. Good. Hamilton. So you're obsessed with Hamilton now. I, I mean, I track everything I listen to on a on an app, so I can tell you that since Monday last week, I've listened to songs off the soundtrack 149 times, and I what? am, I am You're ridiculous. Just over, I'm just over 10 percent of the way through the very large biography of him that the play is based on. Oh my, wow! Um, how many times? 149. Yeah, 149. Since Monday. Yeah, not that I've listened to the whole thing 149 okay. times, but I've listened to individual songs off it 149 times. What's this app? In total. It's called Last.fm. Okay. And um, you kind of hook it up to your Spotify and the other stuff you listen to music on, and it just tracks everything you listen to. And it's if you're interested in statistics about yourself <laughs> like I am, it's quite an interesting way of just keeping track of who you're top. And it breaks it down, like, last seven days, who have you listened to the most, last month, last three months overall, stuff like that. Okay, um... Other than that, so... <laughs> that you're too excited about Hamilton. Maybe oh, I've listened just to quite... do, like an episode of like you just talking about that. Oh, please! I've listened to. <laughs> I've also listened to quite a lot of a hip hop group called Clipping, which is got one of the cast members from Hamilton. <laughs> <laughs> of course, the best one, David Diggs. He's so good. Oh, he can he can rap so fast, but also he's <laughs> he can rap so fast. He's very like thirty. 30 words or 13 words in three seconds at one point in the, in the play. I think. It's great. Um, anyway, so that's what we've been doing. Sit down at the back and be quiet and get out your book because it's time to discuss your homework. Yeah, so let's talk about our homework. Homework? Now. Who's going to start? Uh, I'll, I'll start. Okay. I listen to Polisa. Yes. I listened to the album Give Up the Ghost mm. a couple of times. I didn't get to Music for the Long Emergency, mm. is it? I'll try and listen to that this week. Cause I did, so I listened to Give Up the Ghost and I liked it. It reminded me a lot of, is it Churches with a V? Yeah, I always call it Churches, but you know, we Chiverches. say I'm or aim. <laughs> we, can't, we can't speak, so yeah. Um, remind me of that, but with more effects on mm. the singer's voice, maybe? Yep. And I, f- I was interesting. I found it quite often in a few songs. It got very high energy and a bit glitchy. Mm. And I almost wanted it to do that, to go... F- like, mm. it would then kind of pull it back. And I, was, I almost wanted it to push itself mm. more in that direction and, and kind of build to something even more kind of spun out and weird, if you see what I mean. Yeah. No, Absolutely. So I I enjoyed it, but I'd be interested in hearing them like really go for it in that electronic side. Yeah. They've just put out a new album this year as well, haven't they? Mm. Yeah. 
And then there's the one with star, is it stargazing? Mm, stargazing. Yeah, which is uh, quite different. So yeah, I would advise... Oh, I don't want to that. Yeah. Hmm. Um, yeah, it's, it's really atmospheric. It almost makes me wonder whether... Because I saw a band years ago live that were a bit similar mm. in some ways where they didn't stop between songs. They mm. kind of... It, they almost treated it like a DJ set and just every song fed into each other's yeah. song until they'd finished their entire mm. set. And I could imagine Police are almost mm. being like that live. I don't know if they are, but it wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. Air does that. The band yeah, Air. I could, yeah. Mm, they're really interesting live to watch because you don't really know... You don't necessarily listen, hear the songs, but you hear kind of samples of the songs. Yeah, I wonder mm. if they're still together, eh? probably. I think so. I don't yeah. know. Daft Punk are a bit like that as well. Mm. Yeah. But yeah, no, Police are good. I will listen to them more. I listened to Ghost. So I yeah. listened to the one that you told me, prequel. Yeah. And it's a mishmash of stuff, isn't it? Oh, yes, it's... it is. I, I really enjoyed listening to it. Did you? There was, you know, uh, uh, I've, got, I've got the album here. Like, there's one, Faith. It sounds a lot like yeah. Iron Maiden, and then yeah. Miasma sounds like Dire Straits. You know yeah. Dire Straits? Yeah, We're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, it's uh, and then there's one that talks about death. You're gonna die. Is that Promemoria? Yes. And then yeah. There's like eighties romantic rock and dance macabre. Yes, which is ridiculous. But I and love that song. Then I really liked Hell. Oh, I've I've got it here. It's called Hell Ventens Fonster. Is that the sort of instrumental near the yeah. end? Yeah. And at yeah, the yeah. end, it's really instrumental and calm, and then it just like blends in with the next song. It's yeah, a yeah, really yeah. good album. I really enjoyed it, it. And so I thought I'll go I'm back and listen it. to the other stuff. <laughs> right. And um, the other, um, yeah, the one I went to the first album. Uh, mm. Which I think is is called Opus Eponymus. That's the one. And um, yeah, it was <laughs> it's pretty kind of one sided, one note. One. They're uh, definitely bands that have like progressed yeah. their sound with each release. Um, yeah. If you if you want more of that, go to the the album before Prequel. Meliora mm. is similar, not quite as varied, but that's got some really good songs in yeah. as well, and has like instrumentals and. A mix of styles, but prequel is definitely like the peak so far, and hopefully they can. The next one will be even better. Yeah, but it was really good. Like I, I listened to all opus eponymous because I started drawing. So at the moment, I'm drawing and listening to music, nice. and um, then it went to the next album, which is Infestissum Man. Yeah, and there was a lot of talking. I was like, why is this guy talking? And I realized maybe like half an hour in, or like twenty minutes in. That yeah. I was listening to the commentary of, <laughs> <laughs> of this guy talking about this, <laughs> it's, um, this album, and uh, yeah, it was interesting. I know a lot about the album now. How <laughs> they decided to use <laughs> certain instruments for you this. And, to half. Yeah, um, so yeah, I listened to half the album, and then I was like, God, there's too much talking, and um, yeah, it was the commentary album. Um, interesting. I've never listened to that. Well, I didn't realise that you had one of those and it's the first no. time it happened. But no, I really enjoyed listening to them. At least, well, that album, Prequel, I listened to it twice. One af- once after the other. Because it just takes quite a bit of time to grasp. Yeah. And it would be 
amazing to see them live. I think uh, they, I saw them live last year, and it is incredible. It would be insane. Fun. Are they insane? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the main guy is dressed up as yeah. a sort of satanic priest, and then all of the <clears throat> and all of this, all of the musicians have just got like these black jumpsuits on with these silver masks. Um, but they do like they have like guitar solo jewel stuff that they're dueling guitar solos there's a bit where that song miasma you know that's an instrumental and it finishes with a um a saxophone solo Mm. on the stage when they do that a man dressed as like an the the previous pope version who is at this point like zombified and really old comes out with like (laughs) staggers out and then does this amazing guitar solo and then it's it's incredible Their, their live show is really cool and it's all the whole stage is done up to look like this enormous kind of church yeah um a very cool live band so yeah i definitely would like to see them live i would have to be on the sides you know (laughs) the safe bit but it's not that it's not that because it's so much of it is kind of like soft rock almost Mm. it's not that not even that aggressive but i wasn't like it just surprised me every song surprised me Mm. and yeah uh, that's what's good about it yeah not the first album it's a good song the first album not it was just very there's like there's a song on there called elizabeth and a song on there called ritual that are really good the rest of it's a bit Mm. and then yeah the second album is almost like they tried to move forwards but like took a wrong turning and then the third album is like they reversed back and went in a different way Mm. and that's what they followed through with prequel so the second album is probably the weakest one Okay, but I listened to the commentary and I didn't particularly enjoy it. So (laughs) can't imagine you would. But they only had Um, the commentary for the second album. It's not like every album. So maybe it's because that that album wasn't very popular. So maybe he did it as a way to try and like defend it. I love his accent. And in this song, we did this because I thought it would be a good idea. He's got a really deep voice. (laughs) Yeah, he's a very talented man. There's a lot of controversy around the fact that he. Like now, he fully does it as a sort of Nine Inch Nails, Trent Reznor type thing, where it's just him, and he has like musicians he pays to, to perform live mm. with him. If you see what I mean, but like the band is pretty much just him. Okay. Um, but then the people he stuck, like people have sued him that used to be in the band, claiming that they were like an equal member at the time, and it's there's a lot of there's a lot of controversy around them in kind of the business world uh... of it all. But uh, the, I don't know. I like I like the music. And yeah. the newest album is the best one, and he did that all on his own, as far as I can tell. So is that prequel? Yeah, yeah prequel. Yeah, uh, that's a pretty s- amazing album. Yes, it yeah. is. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed, I enjoyed the, I enjoyed the um, randomness of it. But yeah, you should definitely check out Maliora, and you should check out Square Hammer, which is just a song. That's okay. Good. Square Hammer. That's not the song, is it? No, that's a Peter Gabriel's. <laughs> Sledgehammer. Is it Sledgehammer, not Squarehammer? <laughs> they should they should cover they do a lot of covers, maybe they've covered that. Yeah. Squarehammer. But yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, good. Thank you for the suggestion. I like it. Welcome. Thank you for the suggestion. Um right, should we get into our list for today yes. then? Yes. Which is gonna be top five solo artists. Top five solo artists. Five, four, three, two, one, our top five. Top five solo musician people. So I started the last time. So I think Did you? you should start this time. Okay. Will do. Alright, my number five, who I'm most excited to have put on my list probably. <laughs> uh, my number five is Matt Berry. <laughs> Matt Berry. Yes. <laughs> yeah. 
choice. Is it? Have yeah. you listened to his music? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I always forget that it ex- exists. Exactly. It's easy to forget it exists. But he put out a new single last week, which reminded me that he existed. <laughs> I was like, oh, of course, I love Matt Berry. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, Matt Berry, he is, if for anyone, if anyone's listening who doesn't know him, he is a... <laughs> if uh, anyone is listening. If anyone's listening at all. He's a uh, performer, <laughs> voiceover artist, mm. man, yeah. who you might have seen in such TV shows as Toast of London. Year of the Rabbit, What We Do in the Shadows, uh, Garth Marenghi's Dark Place, I think he was involved in the Mighty Boosh all the way back in the day. He's been all over the place for years and all the way through. I remember when I was was younger, I used to notice he he sings quite often in these TV shows that he Mm. appears in. He does a whole song in an episode of Garth Marenghi's Dark Place, for example. I remember looking it up years and years ago and finding out that he had an album and being so pleased when I managed to buy it on CD from eBay. Um... And listen to it, and his his first album is so odd because it's a lot of his spoken word, mm. uh, and it's just quite strange. But then over the years, he's released more and more albums, and he's kind of stuck with this sort of folky sound, like singer songwriter, but folky, but with lyrics that are quite odd and slightly surreal, and really always puts me in mind of the Wicker Man, mm. in that kind of slightly unsettling English countryside vibe. Um, that's my favourite version of his music when he's doing it. But he's also done an album called Music for Insomniacs, which is two half-hour-long sort of ambient tracks mm. to help people sleep. <laughs> and his last album before the one that's coming out soon was called Television Themes and was just mostly instrumental cover versions of TV show theme tunes from like the 70s and 80s in the UK. So he's done some... In, he's, I don't know. He's an interesting artist. He does a lot of cool stuff and is often you know, primarily known just for being an actor. Mm. And I think that he should be more widely appreciated as a, as a musician. I've seen him live as well, and his, his live show was really good. So yeah, he, I really, really love Matt Berry, actually. And I really love his music, and it should be more well-known. Yeah, definitely. Good actor, too. He's a great actor. Mm. He's, he's, he's so good at what we do in The Shadows, if you haven't watched that. I don't think I have, or have I? It's about the it's vampires living together in an, in in a house in New York. No, I haven't actually. No, you Should, talked about all, it to me, but I haven't. Yeah, it's all on the iPlayer in the UK. I don't know what it would be on for you. Or how you nothing, watch it absolute nothingness. <laughs> but if you had an opportunity to watch, yeah, it, it's good, and he's awesome in it. But he's also overshadowed a bit by Natasha Dimitri, who plays his wife in it, who's. Really, really funny. Mm. Yeah, no, you should check it out. Everyone should watch it. What we do in the shadows. Oh wow. Okay. It's good. If I can find it in. Uh, yeah. This country in mm. Italia. Yes. Italia. What's your number five, Alex? Um, my number five is um somebody I discovered randomly on Spotify about okay. a year ago, maybe maybe a bit less of a year ago. Um. Tom and, Jones. Hmm? Tom Jones. Tom Jones. Yes, I do love it. Just popped up randomly. Oh, I love Tom Jones. Oh, he's so good. Sorry, um, I interrupted you. No, it's fine. You <clears throat> interrupt me. Interrupt me. Um, uh, okay, so I, I keep choosing people that I can't say their names, but um, uh, her <laughs> name, her stage name is MXM Tune. MXM Tune. MXM Tune, like T U N E? Yeah, no, T. Tune. O-O-N. 
um yeah uh, so she started um i didn't know this until this week uh, i would just be listening to her albums um so i did a little bit of research for this and uh she started as a vlogger on youtube um just uploading covers or like just normal vlogs and then in uh, 2018 uh, she did. Uh, she recorded her first album on GarageBand <laughs> in her house, uh, okay. which uh, is really good. But I, I dis- I found her for her second album, and the first album she plays a little bit more the ukulele, and it's kind of like um, folk pop. Okay. Very enjoyable to listen to, and um, she's just released a new album now, which is a good, the production is a bit more advanced, and I'm. I like it, but I don't like it as much as the first two albums because I think they're quite, I don't know, personal and um, they just feel more like her. I don't know. I just um, uh, really like her. But yeah, so her name is MXM Toon or Maya, but she doesn't really like releasing her full name because, you know, it's kind of... Private? I think it's quite nice, actually. Yeah, no, definitely. No, I like that. That's, I, I mean, the the mention of the uh, ukulele slightly steered me yeah. away, but uh, I can, I can get over that and have a try. She sounds cool. Sounds yeah, she's very cool, and uh, yeah, and very beautiful. You should watch her videos on YouTube. I've only because I didn't know she was a shadowed YouTube presence at all, and then this week researching, because you know, I I listen to music and I don't research anything. And you yeah. know everything, which mm, not well. what well. That's why I enjoy our conversations because okay, I learn so much from you, which yeah. I wouldn't learn otherwise. You know, you told me Kanye wanted to be president. I mean, yeah, but I think you'd, <laughs> I think you'd have found. <laughs> I don't think that was like hidden knowledge. <laughs> but you were the first person. So. Okay. Yeah, that's yeah. and that and that's why he's not on my list this week. To spoil no, it. no, it would have been on my list until. He, two albums he ago was, he was on my list and then he did an interview this week and i took yeah him oh list. my goodness that um, interview threw him in a bin yeah definitely pop, even elon him musk threw him in the bin yeah well i mean i put I, I also i put him in the bin right alongside elon musk so well yeah elon musk is uh <laughs> I, I don't i don't know because i really like grimes <laughs> you know yeah but I, I can't like her anymore because she's procreated with elon musk it's, it's, like, it's a tricky one. Like if it was a ten, the love I had for her, and I was a six <laughs> because of Elon that, Musk. <laughs> they're in that camp of celebrities, along with Kanye, who just seem like they're so detached from reality that it's impossible to yeah really support them at a certain point. But her music is really good. Her music is really good, especially is it Art Angels is such mm. a good album. I really yeah. like it. I didn't so much get into her newest album. It's probably because when it came out, all that all kind of mm. public stuff was coming out about her that just made me feel a bit kind of funky. Yeah, but yeah. Listening to her. But you know, I, some I've got somebody on my list in a bit that plenty of people would would refuse to listen to based on their personal history. So really, you've got to you've got to draw your lines where you feel they're appropriate. I guess so. I guess so. But on with uh, Kanye West, especially talking about you know pro life and all that things, like you know, we just need to protect people. We don't need to. 
and he just well fac- vaccines being the mark of the beast was the one that really kind of yeah yeah it just but everything was just a bit too too backwards yeah Kanye come on you were a pioneer and now you're a sheep yeah it happens to a lot of people weirdly yeah yeah but yeah Let's go back to the list. So my number five is MXM Toon. A nice number five. Okay, my number four is uh, Bjork. Ah! Is she the person that you said that it was going to be controversial because of her choices in life? No, no, no. Oh, really? What's Bjork done? She has a a bit of uh, anger management issues oh maybe a bit diva-ish possibly yeah but not, like with no. um that director oh no blank Lars von Trier Lars von Trier she yeah. went a bit crazy but I think if you work with Lars von Trier I think it's normal I think he I think he's an he's he's a, he's a big he's a, as big an issue as she would be if, yeah I, mean, I think if I worked with him I probably would go a little bit yeah you know. he's I mean, I've I've lo- I've watched some of his movies and really enjoyed them, but he is a lunatic. Have that. you seen uh, the late what the the controversial one? Uh, from here, no. Well, I've seen the house that Jack built. Do you mean that one? No, the one where um, people are addicted to sex. What's the word? Nymphomania. Yeah, have you seen? I that? have not. No, I have not seen that. No, I don't either. want to see Shia LaBeouf's genitalia. So. Oh, do you actually see it? I uh, probably. I think you do. I've, like I said, I haven't seen it, but I don't want to see Shia LaBeouf generally, so <laughs> just haven't watched Never Mind. Um Anyway, Bjork is awesome. Yes. I love her because of you, actually. Really? Yes, because I there was a, I really like... Um, I don't know, Icelandic music tends to be quite ephemeral and mm. interesting to listen to and different and cool. And there's another band from Iceland that we both really liked that have gone a bit... F- off the boil in a way, yeah. Um, and then Bjork was meant to headline a festival that we didn't end up not going to because we weren't in the country anymore. But when she got announced for it, was when you said, "Oh, I really like Bjork," and I was like, oh, "I've never given her mm. a chance." I bought one Bjork album years and years ago. The one uh, that's got a red cover, and it's her in a sort of it looks like a big almost duck costume. It's a terrible description. I can't remember the name of it. Volta. I think it's called Volta. Mm. Uh, and I remember listening to it and thinking it sounded okay, but it wasn't sort of blowing me away. Yeah. Turns out that's kind of her most kind of least loved album, possibly. Yeah. I think uh, so. Yeah. So I went back and listened to Post originally. I think it was the first album I listened to, which is mm. just oh, so an good. insanely good album. Yeah. Like with really powerful, incredible songwriting on it that yeah. shows you that if she wanted to, she could be writing massive hits mm. every day. Um, yeah. But she doesn't want to do that. She wants to do an album that's entirely constructed from the human voice or an mm. album that's based on an app or yeah. <laughs> all kinds of totally wild things. Uh, and I always love artists that kind of follow their own muse in that mm. way rather than uh, do exactly what's expected of them. So I, in a way, I wish that there were more albums like Post to listen to with just mm. excellent songs on. Yeah. But I love like Vespertine. Oh, Vespertine's my favourite. album. Yeah. It's I so good. Oh, so good. And then recently she did, is it Utopia mm. or yeah. Volnicura? Volnicura, because 
Vespertine was her sort of love album of her mm. falling in love with this this man that she uh, was with for a long time, and it's a, it's a, it's just a beautiful album. And then when she, when they that relationship ended, she went on to make an album called Vonicora, which mm. kind of chronicles the ending of that relationship, which is less sort of beautiful in that mm. it's not filled with love in the same way, but it's incredibly still like super emotionally powerful um just the just the names of the like the first song and it's called stone milker i just mm. love that as a title for the song <laughs> it's so evocative mm. it's so evocative stone milker lion song history of touches black lake i've yeah and that album is also really really good not as easy to listen to but really yeah. good okay. and she's just She's amazing. She's absolutely amazing. She's just one of those people that everything she does has got yeah. merit to it. Yeah. Whether you particularly like it or not, mm. it has merit. Uh, homogenic Bachelorette is such a good song. Yeah. Yeah. Bjork. I adore Bjork. I yeah. don't listen to her half as much as I should. No. But she's definitely on my list. Yeah, I haven't been listening. I, in fact, <clears> I haven't <throat> listened to the last... Volnikora or Utopia, and I, I should. Utopia's not quite as much my speed, but it's good. Yeah. It's got a lot of flute on it, mm. if I remember rightly, which is a bit. But Volnikora is crazy, mm. crazy good album. Really? I own it no, on she's... vinyl. Oh, have you? Yes. Cool. I don't have a vinyl player. <laughs> you can just, you know, pretend. Just sometimes get it out, look at it, have a look at the artwork. <laughs> All right, what's your number four? Oh, my number four. Um, my number four took a, quite a while to start listening to my number four mm. because, um, well, my number four is um, Michael Kiwanuka. Oh! <laughs> is that I know him or is it? Yes, I know Yes, him. so um, um, I, I started watching uh, Little Big Lies. I know Lies. what you're going to say. Ah, yeah. yes. Which... Big Little Lies. Hmm? Big Did lies. I say it the wrong way around? Yeah, but big it's Little Lies. You said Lies Little Big. Lies. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> Massive, tiny lies. Yeah. Small, tiny. Minuscule. Minuscule. <laughs> um, anyway, sorry. Continue. Yes. Uh, and the, the person singing the, the what's it called? The intro track. The theme the tune. The theme tune. Thank you. I thought it was an, a really good theme tune. But I left it yeah. there because I don't research stuff, you know, because I'm, 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 I'm kind of like, oh, I enjoy it. And that's it. And then there was an episode of Adam Buxton podcast. Yes, where, there was. Yeah, where he, they were, he was interviewing him. And I was like, oh, yep. my goodness. The guy that sings the intro has a name and a face and albums. So I was like, <laughs> <laughs> um, so I straight on went to the second album, which is Love and Hate. Um, beautiful, very kind of like solely sultry album and i thought it was really good and you know usually you go back and you don't really enjoy the first album like i did with ghost and i actually enjoyed it more home again is really wow. really really good his first album and um i like i like his it's really three but albums and every each yeah. album is very different from yeah. the other and I really appreciate that about him because it's just kind of, he's such a talented man and such a talented musician that he can, 
it just it just it could be three different artists i think apart from his voice yeah. but i think he's so um the third album is a little bit more funky and um well, it's similar to Ghost in a way, where you're talking about how they push themselves mm. forwards with each new release yeah. and try new things, and not, don't, not just repeating what worked in the past. Yeah. But I had the exact same journey. As <laughs> that. Yeah, really liked the theme tunes, Big Little Lies. Um, listened to the episode of the Adam Buxton podcast where I interviewed him. Was like, this guy sounds really yeah. cool. And I looked him up and realised he did the theme song to Big Little Lies, and then listened to. He's got a song on his new album called "You Ain't the Problem," yeah. which. Every time I hear that song, it gets in my head for about five days. It's <laughs> you such the a good song. Yeah, that's yeah. a really good song. Yeah. Um, but I haven't actually listened to his first album at all because I think I assumed I wouldn't like it as much. Oh, it's so I should, I should go back. I love that the original version of that Big Little Lies theme tune is ten minutes long. Yeah. Like if you listen yeah. to the on the album, it's it builds and builds mm. and builds. And it's so so good. And then I like it even more having the context of having seen it on on the start of this TV show. I really like mm. so yeah, I completely support that choice. Yeah, Michael Kiwanuka is awesome and sounds like a, such a nice exactly. Man like when I was listening to him, I was like, I didn't know who he was. I I only heard one song of his. And I just listened to the entire podcast just in awe of this man that thought that he wasn't good enough to be a solo artist. Yeah. And you go like how how on earth you think you're not good enough to be a solo artist? Because he was a session musician. And um yeah, I just really, really good and just a nice guy. Yeah. He's also I think he's in a film I watched. Really? Yeah, I think he's he has like a really small cameo in a movie called Yesterday. I th- I th- I'm sure I'm thinking of Michael Kiwanuka. I'm looking it up and I'm trying to stall for time. <laughs> and yes, it is Michael Kiwanuka. He, uh, Yesterday is a movie about a guy who falls off his bike and when he wakes up everyone's forgotten the Beatles existed so he gets famous by writing the songs to writing the Beatles songs again as if they were his um it's a terrible film (laughs) I absolutely hate it but one of the we can get into it another day why I don't like it but one of the highlights of it was that at the start his best friend is a character who's a roadie and he gets fired by Michael Kiwanuka for being terrible at his job and and it was right around the time I was listening to it and I was like oh it's Michael Kiwanuka right there awesome he's in the Uh, worst film film ever made Awesome. Yeah. Well, that was right at the start, so I had like I hope. <laughs> no, no, thank you. Yesterday, stay in. The past. Who's the main actor in, that, um, in yesterday? The main actor in yesterday is, uh, what's his name? Himesh Patel. Okay. Um, but the third, the third main actor in yesterday, the third lead is an actor by the name of Ed Sheeran. <laughs> So if you want to watch a Beatles movie and then twenty minutes find out twenty minutes in find out that you're watching an Ed Sheeran movie, watch yesterday and love it. I did not. Is Ed Sheeran a good actor? Mm, he's not good at anything, is he? Well, not on come on, come on, it's not that bad. Keep it light. <laughs> Keep it light. Stay positive. Oh, he's wonderful. I love Ed Sheeran. You have to say you love him, but he's not like the worst. Uh, You should watch Yesterday. (laughs) There's a scene in in Yesterday where they have a composition so you can write the best song and the the guy writes 
Blackbird or some Beatle claims to have written a Beatle song, yeah. And Ed Sheeran writes some rubbish songs about a sheep or something. And then they play the songs, and then Ed Sheeran says, um, oh, they always told me that somebody would come along one day who was better than me, and I didn't believe them, but here you are. I mean, could, the, arrogance to, to, to be sent that script and, and be asked, to, can you play a person, a character who's the greatest songwriter ever, who's also you? Is that could you play that? Could you could you play yourself? But if you were the best thing ever, but, oh yes, of course, I'd love to. But be was it not supposed to be like comedy? You know, him no, taking the piss out no. of himself. No, you should watch the okay. film, and we should stop talking about it because okay. I'm be I'm sorry. You're so angry about it. <laughs> just that film. Yeah, God, Michael Kiwanuka is awesome. Though. Yeah, he is. Love him. Number three. Love that guy. No, number yeah. four. Sorry. No, you're number three. Uh, my number three. My number three is Kendrick Lamar. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It's just he's so incredible, but I always forget to listen to him. Why? I don't know. Like every time I listen to him, I'm like, oh my god, why do I not listen to him more often? And then he's the yeah. He's the most talented. Mm. Uh, rapper going in my opinion in my in my in my opinion my opinion is of absolutely zero value <laughs> in that discussion but I adore him mm. I adore his music I adore the fact that he approaches every album he does as a piece of cinema and ensures it has a story mm. I mean I've listened there's a podcast called Dissect that went through his albums Pimp a Butterfly song by song and broke it down musically and lyrically and I defy anyone to listen to that season of that podcast and not come away convinced that Kendrick Lamar is a living genius. He is insanely talented um, and all three of his albums that he's released so far have been exceptional. Uh, Good Kid Mad City to Pimp a Butterfly and then Damn. He's He was meant to headline Glastonbury this year and was presumably meant to put out an album at some point this year but he's just been Completely radio silent, mm. um, possibly to allow other discussions that are happening in America yeah. to take place, which are more important than music. Mm. So that's good. Yeah, not good, but that's I can I could understand mm. that. But uh, hopefully, one day we'll see more music from, from Kendrick Lamar. But yeah, he's he's he is just and um, as somebody who prefers listening to albums over singles, I really appreciate him as an artist that is clearly clearly loves the album mm. format and clearly cares about constructing an album and doesn't just see it as a way to package his 12 most recent songs together. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. What's your view on Kendrick Lamar, Alex? I don't listen to him enough, and I think I should, and I'm going to. And I might even Good. listen to the podcast to listen to. <clears throat> he's such a great artist. I never seem to have enough time to kind of like properly listen to him mm. you know i don't know i kind of see because you kind of want to sit down and listen mm. to an album when you're listening to him it's it's not necessarily going to be as rewarding to just listen to a couple of songs he's got some really like i is a really good single he's got some really good songs that stand on their own but mm. always when you put them in the context of, of an album they they come alive in a bigger way yeah um, but i think maybe now on in uh you know in isolation and drawing i might do it you should. You should do it. You should get right in there. Yeah. 
yes. Get right into Kendrick Lamar. Oh, he's so good. He is. I love his voice. He's got an incredible voice. He's so particular. He's got an incredible voice and he can manipulate it. Like, he's got so many variations on his voice mm. as well. Different different voices he does. Like, sometimes yeah. I'll be... I, when I was first getting into him and didn't really know what was going on too much, I would think that there were multiple people on a track. Mm. It was just him because he's got such a command of his... In a way that Eminem, who got me into hip-hop originally, sort of similar to that. And a lot of a lot of rappers have, like, multiple voices they use, but... Yeah. But, yeah. It's good. So, yeah. Um, what's your... Oh, um, To Pimper Butterfly is my favourite album of this. Just so everyone's aware. Leave us a good. What's your number three? My number three is a re- recent addition to my... Um, I think all recent additions, actually, because I've been listening to them quite a bit. Um, uh, my number three is Phoebe Bridges. Oh, cool. interesting choice. Cool. Um, Tell me about Phoebe Bridges. Um, I started listening to her, I think, uh, January, actually. I remember when I started because my, our friend, um, mutual friend, Rowan, <laughs> he yeah. uh, adores her. And I was yeah. mocking him because he how, how he was talking about her and how incredible she is. And uh, so he made me a playlist of... Um, lots of music but there was mainly phoebe bridges and her songs are very um well today actually reading about i found out that um motion sickness which is actually one of my favorite songs was written because of a quite abusive relationship she had or like a relationship that was toxic more than abusive like a toxic relationship that she has and so i listened to the song again today and i was like oh my goodness um yeah her songs she are really beautiful and deep and uh, she's got a really really amazing voice and i can't believe how young she is she was born like in 1994 she's a baby um and i am furious you're furious why absolutely furious about her (laughs) and uh, how can she be so young yeah but yeah she's just uh, released another album which is good, but I don't think it's as good as the first one. But um, I really uh, liked listening to her. But she's quite, you know, the more you listen, what I found with her, that the first time I listened to the song, I enjoyed how the song sounded. But the more I listened to them, the more the lyrics um, tell, you know, uh, a story, a beautiful story. And um, yeah, I think yeah. she's really good at that. And uh, quite painful also. Um mm. And um, yeah, so I, I that's why she's my number three, just a recent edition from January because I really, really enjoy her music. Yeah. Oh, that's fair. That's good. I know you like her as well. Nice. I do like her. We might talk about her more in a bit. Oh. <laughs> oh. Um, that was your number three, yeah. right? So it's your cool. So my number two is probably the oldest, sort of the longest. Has had the longest residency on my list, if you see what I mean. It's not a recent edition. Okay, can I guess? My, go on. Frank Ocean. No. Oh. oh no, I'm sorry. Tyler, the creator. No, we're talking much longer. From childhood. Blobby. No, <laughs> Mr. Blobby. That's what you said. <laughs> no, not Mr. Blobby. It is the man, the legend, <gasps> David Bowie. David Bowie. David Bowie. David Bowie. Uh, 
Yeah, I can't. David Bowie is the one musical artist that unites um, my family, like my mum, my dad, my brother and me. Mm. We all agree on David Bowie and absolutely adore his music. And I'm still, I'm still, I still can't quite handle the fact that he's not around anymore. It still makes me sad. Mm. The BBC did a big Glastonbury weekend recently when Glastonbury was meant to be because it was cancelled in the year of 2020 due to factors. So they they put up his on the iPlayer. They put up his headlining set from 2000 or 2001. Mm. I couldn't watch it. I can't. I just I can't watch it. It's too much to handle. Um, but I could just that that one man could have produced the amount of incredible music that he did is is astonishing i listened to today i listened to ziggy stardust and the spiders from mars which is probably his easiest album to listen mm. to because every single song could be a number one single every single song on that album is incredible my favorite album of his personally is station to station which i remember hearing that album when i was about 10 and it opens with what seems felt to me at the time probably isn't quite as long but felt to me like a five minute recording of of what sounded like a train building up speed mm. until it fi- until the song finally kind of gets underway and this incredible song station to station starts and i remember thinking that i had never heard anything that sounded like that in my life and before i liked music i liked david bowie and will always like david mm. bowie's music and he's the artist that some people will not listen to because of cl- claims of of misdeeds in his past which are unfortunate but i have drawn a distinction between his music and uh that aspect of his life potentially so i haven't heard of it's, that it's all it's not necessarily worth getting into too okay. much but there's there's accusations that on tour in the 70s he, he might have slept with some underage girls mm. which i'm not going to defend for a second in no. any way shape or form but I still can't. I'm not going to. I'm not. No one's going to take David Bowie's music away from me. Yeah. So I will keep it forever. And he released an album about his death three days before he died. So even within a week of his death, he was still being like the greatest living artist in the world. Mm. So yeah. David Bowie. What do you think about David Bowie, Alex? I can't. I don't have an opinion. I I just oh, yeah. I I just I just know a few songs. <clears throat> I I know. Um, I never really had the chance to really listen to him. Um, like I said, there was when my household nobody was listen never listened to David Bowie, and um, my the first time I saw David Bowie was um at the actually at the um, concert for Freddie Mercury oh yes yeah he sang the under pressure with and he sang under pressure and I've always I really enjoyed watching that and listening to that and but I never that was pretty much my David Bowie um of course I know the, the most famous songs but I never really. Which songs though? They're all the most famous. Songs. Okay, well, the one that comes in my head is like in the Starman. <laughs> Starman. Starman, yeah. Um, but and and that's the thing. Like, I'm when when he died, I was surrounded by people that were distraught, and I just I just didn't like. I knew he was talented. Uh, I knew he's incredible, not just talented, just incredible. But I I just never really listened to. Him. And maybe I should like I should give it a chance, you like will. Bob Dylan. 
definitely should give him a chance because he's the best. Yeah. So, well, the second best. The second best. Yeah, it's not your best. Um, uh, no, but I mean, he... Oh, God. Yeah. He's something else. Yeah, two different coloured yeah. eyes like me. So I thought that, uh, I, I, you know, that I, are we kind of relating that way. <laughs> yes. Supposedly because he got hit in the eye of a lollipop, but I, I don't know if that story is true or just sort of urban legend. I have no idea. I never got hit by in the eye by your lollipop. Hmm. I don't believe you. What what if you if you had to choose like your favorite song by David Bowie, what which one would it be? Oh, <laughs> that's a really difficult one. There's a song called TVC One Five that I really love. I, it's just impossible. Mm. It's impossible. Yeah. TVC One Five is really good. That song Station to Station is really good. Yeah. Uh, Black Star off his last album is really good. There's a song called Lazarus off his last album that's incredible. Mm. Uh, and then obviously you've got stuff like Life on Mars, Ashes to Ashes, um, Heroes. I mean Heroes. And then, but then, so he did that trilogy of Berlin albums and and Heroes and Low. Both finished with half an hour of instrumental. Well, I don't know if it's half an hour, but they both finished the last half of both of those albums are instrumental tracks, mm. which are. Very different, unlike anything I've heard him do uh, anywhere else. He's so varied in his music as well. Um, changes. Ah, oh, I really like that song. Yeah, I Ch- think Ch- I think Ch- I've, I know David Bowie from like sure. films I've watched as well. You know, he's he's done a lot of like soundtracks. Well, he's been in a lot yeah. of soundtracks. So similar to Bjork, he cared about the visuals in a big mm. way. As did as, you know, as does Kendrick really. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the Prestige Labyrinth. He was a oh, yeah, was a labyrinth as well. Yeah. Yeah. Dance, yeah, dance magic dance is my favorite day. <laughs> um. So yeah, no, Bowie, Bowie, nice. Bowie. Who's your number two? My number two is um a young artist, oh. California-bred singer-songwriter. Okay. <laughs> Katy Perry. Katy Perry. Um, not Katy Perry. Uh, Billie Eilish. Oh wow, Billie Eilish. Yes, Billie Eilish okay. made my list. Um, I really like her music. Uh, you know, I started with Ocean Eyes. You know, the first one, which I thought. Just I remember a... a long time ago you telling me about that before she was famous, and well, not before she was famous, but before she was huge. really huge. Um, just a really amazing song, um, amazingly written, and her voice and her, just for like such a young person to just be so talented and um, and uh, yeah, and I liked in a way because some, I'm so eclectic when I listen to music. I liked in a way that she would just release a song. It, it kind of I you know we were talking about it quite maybe last year so I think I really liked that she released a song and then another song she yeah. never she well then she released an album but at the beginning she just released songs and then she released an album finally that's that's almost the only reason why she's not on my list <laughs> yeah because for me when an artist puts out one song I'm just like I don't know what to do with this but I thought what am I gonna do with one song? I don't know, but I think it thank yeah, I think it kind of is like thinking outside of the box in a way, um, of uh, her not wanting to be like judged by an album or just 
a song being enough. And I think some of the songs were enough in a way. Yeah. Yeah. And then I was a bit worried when she released the album, thinking, is it going to be good? Is it going to be... But, you know, you heard it. It's amazing. Yeah. I actually... I, was, I wasn't super keen on many of the songs prior mm. uh, to the album. For me, personally, yeah. they, they didn't do loads for me. But the album... What what's it called? When we all fall asleep, yeah. where do we go? Yeah, that's 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 an incredible album. Yeah. That is a really really crazily good album for someone so young. Yeah. For someone that produced it with her brother yeah. as well, who's also very young. Yeah. Um, I think that yeah, she's amazing, mm. and I I'm and so extraordinarily excited to see what she does next. Yeah. yeah, and so and on stage she's amazing. I I I can watch videos of her singing live on stage for hours because she's so mesmerizing and so and it's it's her music she's not just singing um somebody else's it's just she's it's her performance her song her music her production everything and um uh how she dresses as well like wanting to be not you know not wanting to be judged and that's you know how far we have to go to just be judged by our music and not by our how we look and uh, how big we are how small we are how blonde we are Uh, she just she doesn't fit the box and that's why I really like her she just follows the style that she likes yeah yeah, you definitely have to appreciate yeah respect that a lot and her brother looks so different from her like when they're together (laughs) you just like see it's like you know you know, her brother, you know, with the, like, T-shirt and jeans. And then she's yeah. got crazy clothes and uh, she's crazy nails, on stage. Uh, and, yeah, the nails. And uh, she's just... And and just how how she is is just amazing. And, and for such a young soul. she loves the office. Hmm? She loves the office. She loves the office. I love the she, office, too. Yeah, she samples, she samples it on one of her... Mm. Things and there's a great interview on YouTube of uh, one of the actors from the office interviewing her as well. So, yeah, no, but she's uh, good. I like her, and um, you know, being so young and so smart is uh, and so talented, mm-hmm. yeah, but yeah, oh, yeah. and she's my uh, number dos, do it, number dos. So she's not on your list just because she doesn't release she didn't release albums. Well, no. Just because those those original set of songs she released, I don't love them. Mm. But then the album I do really love, but then that's just the one album so far. Yeah. So I'm just waiting to see more. Yeah. I, I don't want to downplay like I think she's incredible. I wouldn't do like she isn't one of my five out of the thousands of singers I like, she's not one of the five that I like the most, but I still, you know, She's yeah. amazing. Um so yeah, good. Right, so my number one. I know who it is. Yeah, we all know who it is. It's Phoebe Bridges. Yeah, I can't believe she's your number one. Uh I'm absolutely <laughs> obsessed by her music at the moment. <laughs> I just can't until Hamilton came along, I couldn't tear myself away from it to listen to anything else. Yeah. Um and I it's 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 really recent. Like I started listening to her maybe slightly earlier than you, like October, November mm. time, 
but not loads and loads. Just that sing that first album, Stranger in the Alps, a bit. Yeah. Um, again, off the recommendation of our mutual friend Rowan. Mm. Yeah. Thank you, Rowan. Thanks. Um, and I remember listening to that album a few times and liking it, particularly liking the song Motion Sickness. Mm. Um, and then, again, Rowan mentioned on Facebook, I think it was at some point, that that album is named after the uh, audio, like the, the safe, the, the non-swearing audio dub of um, for Planes of the Big Lebowski. There's a scene where John Goodman is shouting, this is what happens when you find a stranger in the Alps. Mm. Uh, to replace a much ruder phrase, and that made me go. I, I just look. I was like, "That's such a wild thing to name your album after," and like, it seems like such a kind of thoughtful title, "Stranger mm. in the Alps," and then to find out that it's after <laughs> that is so funny. And it's what I like about her as a result of that is similar to what I like so much about the National is that her music is so incredibly emotional and deep mm. and interesting and resonant. Yet she, as a person, clearly has a really strong sense of humor and is very funny and doesn't necessarily take herself too seriously yeah and that mix of things i'm always going to enjoy it's what i like about the national it's what i like about her um and yet and like you said boy genius is really good as well yeah. and then she also did an album with the singer from bright eyes called better oblivion community center I which i don't know if you listen to that oh i didn't know about but that it took me a little bit longer to get into but mm. i'm really into that as well now that's a really good album it's worth listening to so you should check it out better oblivion community center um but yeah, and then I kind of liked her and I went along kind of liking her and then the singles for her newest album, Punisher, started coming out and I listened to them and thought they were okay uh, and didn't mind them too much. And then the album came out and I listened to it and again, the first time I listened to it, I kind of was like, yeah, no, it's quite good. And then throughout that whole weekend that the, that Punisher album came out, every time I felt like listening to music, even though I didn't know if I loved it or not, the only album I wanted to put on was that. And by the end of that weekend, I was completely obsessed with it, and it was all I wanted to listen to. And I personally, I like it more than Stranger in the Alps. Really? Um, yeah. There's a song on there called Chinese Satellite that's... Mm. I, I love that song. I love I Know the End, the final song, I See You, Kyoto, Garden Song. It, there's almost no down... There's almost no like bad moments in the album. And then I found out, and you mentioned it a few minutes ago, um, how motion sickness was written about an abusive relationship mm. uh, that she had had, but do you know who that relationship was with? Yeah, um, <laughs> of course I can't remember the name, but the the singer from another band from a band. Mm, he used to be in a band, artist. but he was a solo artist mainly now. Ryan Adams. Yeah, yeah. Do, do you remember me defending Ryan Adams to you and our other friends in Japan? Was that the guy that we went to see? Yes, oh I dragged you to... Goodness. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That was the worst moment. Oh, that was a terrible gig. Yeah. Well, I defended him quite... Yeah, he, well, and we, were all, we all went to see him, and then he was quite rude. But what you... Well, he wasn't... Um, yeah, well, I mean, I'm not going to defend him now. He could have but he, he could have just said, okay, guys, I can't do this. Please don't take... Foot. But it was, just, it was just rude. It seemed rude. Yeah. We all left. We didn't listen to him, <laughs> apart from George. Yeah. Yeah, but he has, or he had, or has, or had many airs disease, which is like a, you know, is a kind of creates an, it's a problem of your ear canal, I think, mm. and can create like a feeling of motion sickness, which is what the song "Motion Sickness" ends up being. Is that? Uh... So you got you got annoyed by his diva-ish behaviour around not wanting to have photos taken because it affected his many airs disease yeah. thing. 
which led these to motion sickness. And then years later, I find out that she's written this song that I love that's kind of comparing her feelings after being in this really awful, abusive relationship with him to the disease he had that I had defended mm. him over to you. Yeah. And, it, and when I found out that, I kind of deepened my appreciation for that song. Mm. Um, and also, I had when I got into her music, I had absolutely no idea that she was the person that had well, one of the people that had come out with these allegations against him last year, in January last year. Um, and I haven't listened to his music since then because it, I, you know, that's, oh, that's a case where happen, I Oh, Like with other people? Yeah, he's why he was married to Mandy Moore and there were a few other artists, a uh, female who came out and kind of said that he had, um, uh, you know, had abusive relationships with them and treated them really badly and been quite a bad person overall. And yeah, because that's it, the thing, it's... like you can have a disease, but the way he was talking <clears throat> to us... It was really rude. Like you could you could say not to take a photo in so many other ways. Yeah. And also you could have a Jap we were in a Japanese festival. You could have had a Japanese person come up and say something. It was he, just he, Well, he he did do that. Did he? Yeah, there was a Japanese person. I don't remember. <laughs> Maybe I was having I don't want to, I don't sound like I'm defending no, him. No, 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 no. But I just, just thought like how he told us how he told the crowd was just a little bit like because uh, you know i don't know i just didn't it, yeah. i didn't like but the i did vibe. used to i didn't like i loved his music at the time mm. and his music was amazing for when i liked it but now i won't listen to it anymore um but yeah no phoebe bridges and a bunch of other mm. artists he treated incredibly badly and he's recently like within the last week he wrote an apology letter a public apology letter um, about wanting to kind of apologise and it sounds on the surface it sounds very sincere mm. but apparently he hasn't privately apologised to anyone and his apology letter was published on the website of the Daily Mail oh yeah so <laughs> not, even not worse best. he's a bad yeah. guy basta mm. basta <laughs> basta unfortunate yeah. times but anyway um, I don't it sounds it sounds it sounds offensive in a way to say that I like that song more because of knowing that she'd gone through that because that's definitely not the case. But I feel a stronger connection to that song and definitely. her as an artist, having had my own experience that doesn't in any way compare to hers on any level mm. at all. Because it's just an artist I like who I don't like anymore. But it makes me like her as an artist more to know mm. that she. I don't want to. I, I sound like I'm. Not to know that she went through that because that's not right, but just she was she publicly called him out and wrote that song, and I already had a strong mm. connection with the song, and it felt like it was describing experiences I've had in my life anyway. Mm. So to find out that she had written about somebody who I have kind of put to the side myself for far in a much more insignificant way than her mm. uh, just made me enjoy appreciate the song more. Yeah, and the music. The music video is really cool because she she's 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 got good hair and she's on a scooter, <laughs> and she goes to a karaoke bar at the end. Oh, amazing! Yeah. Well, I I the thing is knowing that it was about hit well about you know a toxic abusive relationship, kind of changed a little bit the song and made it mm. better in a way because you when you understand a song better, I feel like you can make a more of a connection to the song and the fact that she wrote it out of 
an experience made it more significant i think that's yeah i think that's because i only read today that she she had this and then i listened to the song again and i i, I just really it's just such a raw beautiful song so mm. yeah i understand she's incredible good. she's really good yeah she's she's great she has silver hair but like an angel. how old is ryan adams oh yeah he's like He's he's much older than her. Ah, oh, yeah. Because if he was married to Mandy Moore, and she's like yeah, twenty four. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a there's a lyric in Motion Sickness. Actually, the lyric is I think it's I think she says, "You told me when we met that you were bored. You told me that when we met you were bored. You were in a band when I was born." <laughs> Which is a great lyric and also eye opening and and yeah. scary. Yeah, yeah, she can do better. One hundred percent. Yaku pasanto. But I didn't like him then, and I don't like him now. And no, no well, none of us no, would there'd be him. no reason for you to no. go in. Yeah, I, I yeah. Although at the, t- at the time, I didn't. I wasn't aware of any of that stuff. Just to be clear. Oh no, absolutely. I just liked his music. Yeah, I think we were just in a festival mood and this guy was being rude to us and we shouted at him and left. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Bloody guy. Yeah. Right, number one for you, what is it? Number one for me. Somebody that I've liked um music and acting and I just like him as a human. Oh, okay. Oh. Um my number one is Childish Gambino. Or wow. Donald okay. Glover, aka Childish Gambino. Yes. Yes. I really like him. Um well I I I I started first the first time I watched I saw him was on Community, the TV series Community. Yeah. And then um then after that I kind of heard that you know we kind of I did a bit of research for some I do some research and sometimes. And Good. um yeah, found out that he uh, also made music. And I started listening to him and I really liked him. And I've enjoyed his album journey a lot because I think mm. he, um, he, every album tells a different story, is a different, uh, uh, I don't know, genre. Um, and uh, it's... Um, yeah, I I really enjoy listening to him, and I think he's uh is a a really incredible artist. Have you watched his Amazon film? Film. No, film. no. Yeah, it's called Guava Island. No, I haven't I watched that. Oh, it's it's like a it's a weird it's weird it's like a forty five minute movie okay. or something or maybe. Uh, and it's got Rihanna in oh. it, and he performs he performs a bunch of his songs in it as well. So are you? Probably you should watch it. I haven't seen it. I'm not going to claim that I've seen it, but uh, I think you, you would probably oh, like it. Good, because he did. He also did a TV series called Atlanta, which was yes. really yeah, yeah, really yeah. good. I just think he's just a yes. really talented human being. I really like his acting, and I like in mm. Community is amazing. Atlanta is a really good mm. show. He seems like a really good yeah. person as well. I can't get into it. Really? I just don't like it. I just can't. And I've listened I, I've listened to it. I've listened to Awaken My Love. I listened to that 
I've listened to Camp. I listened to that most recent album, uh, which doesn't even have a title or artwork, and it just like I talked earlier about how much I like the album as yeah. a, as, a, as a as an art yeah. form, and it just feels like he's he couldn't care. No, about I, an it, album. but I don't think that is is it. But then what's he saying? I don't understand what he's saying. And then, so the the only song of his I've ever really liked, and I do l- love it, is "This Is America." I think that's an mm. incredible song uh, and an incredible music video. And he's obviously incredibly talented and incredibly good at what he does. And lots of people adore his music. And he headlined Coachella mm. the other year and was obviously brilliant. I just can't find a hook or a way to get into his music at all. I struggle a lot with his music. Mm. Sorry. No, no, absolutely not. Uh, you know, it's it's all about taste. I just, I don't know. I just, I just think he's just got something different that no other artists at the moment have. And he's such a all well all rounded artist, and he has, he hasn't. Maybe I don't know. He just, I just enjoy really enjoy listening to him. Yeah. No, that's fair. I just when like when that new album came out and went up on Spotify because it came out. It was weird. It came out online on a mm. website. Do you remember that? Did you where you could go to this website and it was just playing in on mm, a loop? No, I didn't go there. All right, it, it, it was weird. It was the, you went to the, it was like a website called New Childish Gambino Album or something, mm. uh, or New Donald Glover Album even. Yeah, he wasn't even using the Childish Gambino. It was like New Donald Glover Album dot mm. com or something like that. And the album was just streaming on it on a loop, and just wherever it happened to be playing, at whatever point it was when you went to the, was where it was. It was weird, and then it went off that website, and then like two weeks later, probably it came out on Spotify, mm. and I was quite excited, and I'd listened to it probably two or three times mm. in a row. But before eventually, I was just like, I, I couldn't, I, like there isn't a single moment of this album that has like stuck. Like I couldn't tell you a part of it that I, rem- that I remembered. Um, I think you should... and all the songs on that album are, are named after the, what yeah. time it is. In, like there's like two. So- ah, it's not what I like about music. <laughs> I need song titles and I need album artwork yeah. and I need. But like, I don't need that. Something. That's 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 no, the most massive difference between you and me. I just kind that's of that's the biggest. Yeah, difference. I kind of randomly listen to things and I don't remember titles. I don't remember. Well, like when I used to buy CDs, artwork was you know something that was important to me as you know if i liked it so um you know yeah. uh, bjork has incredible artwork but now that i don't buy albums anymore or bought cds i never bought albums or maybe the same <laughs> uh i don't i don't really care for that i just enjoy listening to the music I can't handle it. I need to know. I need maybe to know you should just let go. Done it. Maybe you just no, need I to can't. calm down and let go. And maybe no, listen to the album again, not thinking about there is no title. Just listen to it. No, I wasn't thinking about that. I was just listening to it to listen to it. I think I just... you should listen to Camp. I think you should listen to Camp, the deluxe edition. Put it on. Listen to the songs. Get into it. Maybe it's not your homework, but as a favor to me, I think you should what, listen to Camp. And All right, then, I'll give it. I'll give Camp another yeah. go. But although Camp Camp did get this review from Pitchfork dot com, mm. you see that? Oh my goodness! 
That's 1.6 out of 10. Not that that matters. Not that reviews no. matter at all. If you like an album, you yeah. like it, and you shouldn't be told otherwise by anyone. Because the internet is the closest I've ever gotten to enjoying mm. his music. Yeah. Sorry, that's my number one. Why are you apologizing? I don't know. Good, 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 good. So, what do you want to do a round down on your number five? Yeah, sure. So, my my top five were Matt Berry, number five, number four, Bjork, number three, Kendrick Lamar, number two, David Bowie, and number one, Phoebe Bridges. How about you, Alexandra? Number five, MXM Tune. Number four, Michael Kima, uh, Kima. Kiwa Anuka, number three, Phoebe Bridges, number two, Billie Eilish, and number one, Childish Gambino. Nice. I like it. Do you have any honourable mentions? Um, yeah, I've got some honourable mentions. Um, Frank Ocean. Yeah, there was a time when he'd both he'd have been on both yeah. our lists, but he was on neither of our lists yeah. today. Frank Ocean, amazing. Um, no Name. Do more music. No Name, incredible. Oh, No Name. Uh, amazing poet basically <laughs> uh, amazing Just... songwriter incredible songs lover um rodriguez <clears throat> is he the song for sugar yeah, man guy? Sh- yeah. yeah yeah uh, lady gaga i think she's incredible can't make my number five but you know i think she's a really good artist i can listen i i can see i can appreciate her beyonce yep. after sh- lemonade i my mind was blown. special piece of work. My mind was blown. Yeah. Hey, well, you know, uh, the most recent series of that podcast is about lemonade. Is it? Oh. Yeah, I've not listened okay. to it yet. Maybe I should but, listen to uh, it. Um, Taylor Swift. I think after watch, I watched her documentary, and uh, I before I watched it on Netflix. It sounds not- really silly, but I think she went through a lot of crap from the media and that's the problem with like big artists they go through so much crap and you everybody has an opinion and you know i listen the latest album is actually decent i really i like it and i listen to it quite a bit and i think you can you can she's a really good artist she writes her song she produces her songs she's she's really good yeah, I have a lot of time. Yeah, Taylor Swift, a lot like. of time. She can't make my num- my top five, but I have a lot of time. And Nicki Minaj. And she's a fan of the national. Is she? Oh, yeah, she is. That. Yes, she likes the national. So you know, Nicki Minaj. She can't really like her. Yep. Uh, oh yeah, I'd have maybe thought she'd have been on your yeah, list. She yeah, yeah, yeah. But I feel uh, maybe maybe last year she would have been on my list, but I've I've kind of switched to more kind of um, solely funky. I don't know. I do listen to her still quite a lot because I love her. I think she's amazing. Yeah. Um, and that's the difference between bands and solo artists. I think I listen to more female solo artists. Definitely. Yeah, I would say that that's the case. And um, yeah, well. so uh, yeah, and Ariana Grande. Yep. She's amazing. And that's it. And those are my honorable mentions. I know you know I didn't put them in my list, but I think. I appreciate them. Nice. What are yours? Uh, Mine, so Tyler, the creator. Of course. Yep, a big fan of him. And uh, 
the Dissect podcast I was telling you about has done a season on his album Flower Boy, Ooh. which is well worth a listen. Uh, which I listened to a lot uh, last time I visited you in Italy, mm. actually. On the way there and back, I listened to Flower Boy. Incredible album. Incredible artist. Love him. Frank Ocean, yes. obviously, we just said. Um, he needs to do more music, please. Please, please put out more music, Frank Please Ocean. listen to us. Blonde is, is just yep. the best. And this is, there's a season about mm. Blonde. The D- Dissect podcast did a season on Blonde, so, you know. Uh, Fiona Apple. I've, she sounds familiar. So she's been around for years, um, and she does she she only does albums like once every seven okay. years or so. But her newest album came out earlier this year, and it's the first time I've ever listened to her at all. Her newest album is called Fetch mm. the Bolt Cutters, and it is I'm I'm I probably mentioned it to you at some point, but it is unlike anything I've ever heard before. It's incredibly good. Uh, and the only reason she's not in my top five is because I've not really gone back to any of her mm. other music. But that one album, Fetch the Bolkers, is so astonishingly fantastic. Mm. Experimental, but still incredibly listenable. And the lyrics are really powerful. And yeah, you should check that album out if you haven't listened to okay. it. Uh, Fetch the Bolkers. Billie Eilish makes my mm. honourable mentions list. Because uh, I, like I was saying earlier, I, I love that album of hers. Janelle Monet, just like you were saying... Um, her most recent album, Dirty Computer, I really, really love, but I haven't gone back mm. far enough to really put her on my list of top five, but she's awesome. She's great live as well. Uh, Bonnie Prince Billy, do you know Bonnie Prince Billy? No. He's an incredibly bleak, well, not always, but he's got an album called I See a Darkness, mm. which is one of the bleakest and saddest albums I've ever listened to, but he's utterly gorgeous, and I, I love him and that album. Nico Case, who's a, who's a singer, she's a singer from America, who, again, really good album, Hell On is really good and I should listen to more of her stuff. James Blake. Yep. Who we saw live and I thought was really dull. But um yeah. for some reason since Oh yeah, that was then, a do- oh that was a no, that was not good. But yeah, I, when I listened uh, to him when I listened to his albums, I really enjoyed them. But watching him live was just <clears throat> I think I didn't know enough of the music and it just seemed a bit it was too boring if you don't know what you're listening no, to. I just don't I mean. think it's got I don't know. Like I've been to gigs I th- I think... where I didn't know any of the music and had the best time. No, yeah, and absolutely. It and it's a fair criticism not... of him. He was not there with but us. I think if I saw him again now, just knowing the songs yeah, as much maybe. as I do now, I'd probably have a much. Better but I just time. don't think he was um, into it. Very. <laughs> he didn't look like. Possibly. He just didn't look like he was having a good time. But I was I wasn't listening very closely or trying yeah. that hard because I just had had my impression of him was I wasn't mm. really keen. But I am keen. Yeah, I love so him. Good. His music's yeah. fantastic. I wasn't that into his most recent album because it was a bit too happy probably <laughs> for me. Um, but still good stuff. And then Carly Rae Jepsen. Oh, yeah. who, it's odd for me to bring her up immediately after telling James Blake he wasn't too happy. But I guess I go to James Blake for sadness and her for happiness. Uh, yeah, I really like Collie Rae Jepsen. She's one of my happy time things. If I want to cheer myself up, I'll listen to her album Emotion, which I think is underrated and incredible. It's Ooh. really good. But Ooh. yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Julian Baker? Mm, no. So Julian Baker is in Boy Genius with ah, okay. Bridges. And she has an album, a solo album called Turn Out the Lights, mm. which you have got okay. to listen to because it is so, so good. Um, but again, I've I've only just started listening to her, so it's too early to put on my list. But "Turn Out the Lights" by Julian Baker is a devastatingly beautiful album. 
I love I love sad music. That's all I want to listen oh to is people goodness. being sad. Um, and then uh, No Name as well. Like you just oh, mentioned, she's no amazing. No she's she's crazy good. There's a video uh, if you know if you've never listened to No Name. There's a video on YouTube of her doing a medley of songs of her Room Twenty Five album on I think it was Colbert mm. Stephen Colbert show, and that's a really good introduction to just how crazy yeah. good she is. So yeah, yeah. No Name. And in a way, listening to No Name, then send me, uh, they're very different, but send me towards MXM Tune oh, in Spotify, yeah. so I'm not How? sure. If, but yeah. Weird. Yeah. That's interesting. Mm. Okay, so it's time for us to give each other some homework, I yes. suppose. What, 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 what would you like me to listen to? Well, the only one that you really haven't listened to, well, that you haven't listened to at all, is MXM Tune. So I will listen yep. to that. I would go to the, the second album first. Is that Masquerade? Yeah. And then listen to the first one. Plum yeah. Blossom. If you have time. Cool. But I would go for the second yeah, one we'll first. Be. How I did. I'm just about managing to pull myself away from Hamilton now. Okay. So maybe it would be good to listen stuff. to something completely different. Um, and then, yeah, listen to the third one if you have uh, time. But Yep. Cool. And I, I'll, I'll try and listen to Please Camp, listen to Cam. I'm not making any promises in the immediate week but I'll try and then I'll send you the song that I think is really good <laughs> please do um, okay I think the only one of mine that you haven't really listened to is, is surprisingly Bowie <laughs> David Bowie oh my goodness um, cause if you, so you, you've listened to Matt Berry because I was, yeah. I was yeah, imagining I was going to give you Matt Berry yeah I just never thought you'd listen to much of him but obviously you have done I so. always listen to what you you tell me to listen to good good yeah good. um right so you've got to listen to the album station to station by David okay. Bowie station oh, oh station to station I must be one of the minorities that has never listened to a David Bowie album you must be um station to station ah after after station to station, if you if you want a bit more, you should listen to low. Okay. And then, if you really have the time and you're having a good time, check out Black Star, the album you released just before. Okay. You Would be the free so, if you're going to go free, but just listen to one if you only okay. want one station to station. So is the is but the last one more. quite depressing? Uh. It's good. There's a lot on it. It's not depressed. Like it's too. It's almost too abstract to be straight up depressing. If okay. you see what I mean. Um, it's mostly depressing for me. Or well, not depressing, but emotional. Just knowing that he knew he was going to die when he was making it, and that he released it, and within three days he died. Is that like that's the emotional depressing part okay. for me? Is is that? He 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 knew he was giving us his last oh. sort of testament in a way, um, and you can read a lot into various lyrics. Like after he died, a lot of lyrics became a bit clearer to people and stuff like that. But as an album, it's still a really good listening mm. experience. It's not just like an hour of sadness. He's not just trying to make everyone upset that he's going to die. He's trying to kind of give everyone one last incredible piece of music, um, which sounds like it would be really interesting actually if you did manage to listen to it because. If you listen to Station to Station and Low, you kind of hear peak Bowie, mm. and then you'll hear just how different and, and experimental and modern sounding that Blackstar album is. It sounds like a young artist making it almost. Yeah. Cool. Very nice. Cool stuff. 
and he was a big fan of Kendrick Lamar, and uh, he's just such a good man. He was quite young when he died, wasn't he? Possibly. Um, younger than, yeah, he didn't live to like a really old age, but he lived a full life. Wow, sure. he has lots of albums. Oh my god. Yeah, he what? does have a lot of albums. Uh, and he released between 1990 and 2000, the probably best avoided. Okay. But, uh, okay. But the rest of them are good. Wow, because I thought, oh, maybe I could listen to a few, but no, there's a lot. Yeah, d- definitely start with those okay. three um, if you want to. Then there's like there's changes, lodger, uh, and there's an endless amount of good Barry albums to listen to. But those are the three you should uh, you should start with. Mike. Okay, well, wow, thank you. You're very welcome. Enjoy. Thank them. you. I will. And uh, yeah, that was that was good. What are we so 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 next yeah. week? We're going to come back at you with our top five albums. Yes, which is a big one. It could be solo artist albums. It could be sing. It could be any amount of things. What a tricky list that's going to yeah. be. Yeah, cool man. Yeah, good. Okay. Thank you for listening. Thanks, everyone. Thank you. Bye bye. As always, thank you for having listened. You can find us in the following places online if you'd like to join the discussion. You can find us on Facebook at Culture Bucket Podcast. You can find our Facebook discussion group under Culture Bucket Bucket Squad. You can find us on Twitter under at Culture Bucket Pod. Instagram is Culture Bucket Podcast. And our email address is culturebucketpodcast at gmail.com. If you'd like to find any movie lists, you can go to Letterboxd and look at Culture Bucket. And please do let us know if you had any thoughts on what we've discussed today. Alright, thank you very much. Love you, bye!